Hi there, my name is Kyrie Ellison. I am a first year graduate at Sarah Lawrence College and today with me I have Jennifer Kidwell. Hi, how are you doing today? Hello. <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what you've been working on recently? Uh, well, of the like my work or um, yeah, coming out of me and collaborators two things one is a piece that's seen some performance but isn't yet done called a hard time which is a comedic look at patriarchy i guess a trio that moves from a sort of lecture stand-up piece through uh skits and bits kind of like a variety show to uh sort of paquettian nihilistic drag moment and then into a new take on I guess pleasure and comedy and also this piece that has no title that has just been in like kind of early research stages which will be kind of a concert I guess Um, but weaving Buffon and looking at sacrificing white hegemony in uh in terms of like a carnival or mardi gras Mm -hmm. if that's like a moment if that's a moment to explore otherness um and it's leading to this great aha the great aha of easter or whatever then uh i guess the question is what if that aha was something else Mm -hmm. um but as performed with music and comedy and spectacle and costumes but that piece is in very early stages. And uh, how did that piece um, begin? The piece I was just talking about? Yes. Um, it is a kind of follow-up to Underground Railroad Game. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested in Buffon and studying it more and integrating it into my practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love comedy and comedy with bite. And that was a... <laughs> whole unit of my training that I missed (laughs) so you know I'm just like trying to make up for lost time Mm -hmm. um but because it's so devastating and has such potential to scratch at things that we would rather not Mm -hmm. scratch at or unearth I'm really drawn to it and uh I've just been thinking about what people are drawn to see, what people are called to see and experience, mm-hmm. and uh, m- music. <laughs> so, and you know, I love a party. Mm-hmm. So, carnival. Mm-hmm. And have you um, noticed in your work um, anything that you keep coming back to, or any any um, repetition in your storytelling or your mode of storytelling, or anything that you you are drawn back to as you create art yeah I think um comedy Mm -hmm. like what is this maybe because it's so to me it's like so closely aligned with tragedy so I'm like this like sweet spot of where we're actually getting at both things at uh absolute pleasure and total devastation Mm -hmm. um and what that says about us and this world, the world we created, we've tried like superimposed on the world that exists despite us. That place, you like, 
I'm laughing. I'm crying. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one I'm doing more. You know why? Mm-hmm. Are you one of those people that laughs at funerals or uncomfortable situations? I I personally am. I found myself cracking up at a funeral or in a very inappropriate situation. I mean, I have laughed about things that have transpired at funerals, mm-hmm. but I <laughs> I think that those things that happened are funny. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel particularly a tickle at the loss of mm-hmm. a loved one, mm-hmm. but it does often tickle me what we do mm-hmm. who are still alive yeah. uh, to honor that loss. And I guess I do laugh, and I don't know, like, is it inappropriate? Like, it's I don't really know. I, I think that I'm like, I don't know if it's inappropriate. It's just like something that strikes me as mm-hmm. funny and there's a reason why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe it's discomfort sometimes, mm-hmm. but also like people are, we do things that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? Whoa, what? Um, <laughs> a complete left turn here. My go-to order at my hometown. Mm-hmm. So where I grew up. Where where you think of your hometown? It can either be where you live now, or maybe it's where you come from. Whatever. Uh, well, you... I grew up in Baltimore, so okay. my favorite thing to eat at home when the when the time of year is right are mm-hmm. steamed crabs from mm-hmm. Maryland. And I would order steamed crabs. I would say the last time that I had, so I, I would say that I order that meaning if I were at an establishment where one could trust the seafood, mm-hmm. then I would just, you know, like, let's get some crabs and let's have some whiskey. Um, and I would say that the last time I had steamed crabs, thank you, mom. Mm-hmm. They had like hadn't touched ice and had they, they were mm-hmm. super fresh mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. delicious and amazing. That's how it should be. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm from New England, and I don't eat lobster in New York because it tastes sad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't eat crabs. I have not tried crabs outside of Maryland. Well, I guess I had something like a... Yeah. I have never had steamed crabs. I'm like, I had something that people was, people call crab, but mm-hmm. like, that's not really crab. It's not really. That's, if you have to say imitation, then I think the information's right there. Right there, in the name. Yeah. Um, who would you say is your favorite musician right now? Oh. Uh, who's my favorite musician? I have a lot of respect for Janelle Monet mm-hmm. and sort of in awe of her. Or oeuvre. and also like Frank Ocean, but mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes I wish I need to get out more. Yeah, and then I really like what Donald Glover does, but I think not just music, just as as an artist, mm-hmm. um, including his yeah music. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the most difficult part of creating a piece of artwork, or performance <laughs> art? The, the most difficult part, figuring out what it, it, it wants to, be, what it wants to be, mm-hmm. Fig- like accept, like uh, finding your way to get the the piece itself to reveal itself to mm-hmm. you, and getting out of the way of that, and yeah, facilitating the movement of everyone involved to get out of the way in order to listen to this thing mm-hmm. that uh, you're also trying to birth Mm -hmm. 
and not, you know, judging yourself. You know, people are like, what are you working on? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how we started this conversation. What are you working on? And I'm like, I don't know. I like in some (laughs) respects, I have a feel like this is how I'm feeling right now Mm -hmm. about this stuff that keeps tossing around in my mind. Yeah. And then, you know, when you're asking people to fund you, Mm -hmm. then it's like you you feel you need to have an answer yeah. because they're like, I want to sign you a check, but I don't know what for. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know what it is, um, but it's going to be something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something's going to happen. So, yeah. Do you have any advice for people that are trying to fund their own work? Mm. Who are trying to fund their own meaning? Yes, so they're they're approaching people for funding to create art. So they're not funding it; they no, are yes, looking for yeah. funding for their Thank work. Thank you for clarifying my question. Uh, no, 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 it's yeah. okay. I'm like, if you can fund your own work, I have. I don't know anything about that. Um, but if you're asking other for, people yes. for funding, um, I think think big and just ask, 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 ask. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ask away. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. If there was one thing you could change about the performance industry, what would it be? I think I get really bummed out when I when it could be so beautiful to think, oh, as people, we have different skill sets, and this is the skill set that I'm bringing to the table to support this work. Mm-hmm. And I think that what happens is we there's a hierarchy that gets established about like whose skill set is what. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to think that it, I ha- somebody who I really admire, who I think is like got such a great deal of integrity, likened leading projects to navigating a ship and said, you know, at sometimes this person's the captain, other times this person's the captain. And I think it would be so great to think about the creation of work in that way, that if somebody has an initial tickle of an idea and is like, hey, would you work on this thing with me? The acknowledgement that in that ask, it's I know that I can't do this alone. I'd love to see this through. Do you want to see this through? And now we do it together. And we share holding vision. We share responsibility. We share stewardship. Um, Because it's sometimes my expertise is the thing that needs to to be guiding this thing. But other times it's your expertise that needs to be guiding these things. And I don't, this isn't just about like, quote, creative, end quote, like, Mm -hmm. let's stop doing, well, this is creative and this is producing and just say, we're trying to realize this thing together. So we're all sharing in this holding and nobody's purview or expertise is more glamorous than anybody else's Mm -hmm. it's just like this is what we're good at Mm -hmm. i'd like uh uh i'd like to solve that riddle for myself Mm -hmm. so what do you think um your greatest uh unique skill is that you like bring to collaboration what do you think is your (laughs) um i think i can be a good fluffer Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I if if I am able to breathe mm-hmm. and have perspective and I'm like at my best, then I can see what people are doing and adding and say like, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's really important. Um 
I've worked with a lot of people who don't see things like that and it's a really uh, inspiring thing to hear another artist out there creating that like wants to you know help other people achieve what they want to achieve and in doing so achieve what you want to achieve as an artist. I yeah. Think that's really I mean, which great. isn't to say like I'm stubborn as hell. Oh, and, no, no, no. Yeah, we yeah. I think we all can be. Yeah. But mhm. And I think I'm good at throwing a curveball or just being mm-hmm. like, I don't know. <laughs> How about this like maybe a terrible idea uh, that either nobody would say or mm-hmm say the thing that nobody's <laughs> gonna say i'm pretty good for coming out with so the thing that we're not yeah. saying right now is this thing that we don't want to talk about right mm-hmm. i just got a card that thanked me for being an agonist <laughs> from one of my favorite agonists so agonist to agonist mm-hmm. important important relationships <laughs> um what was your aha moment as an artist <laughs> I'm like, what wasn't? Um, I, mm, I've had lots of aha moments and and need so many more. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a big one not too long ago that was like, oh, this doesn't have to be so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I've been moved. I've moved along and thought, oh, it's so, so hard. Everything's so difficult. And a lot of aha moments have to do with like, hey, what if it wasn't so hard? What mm-hmm. if you looked at this a different way and it didn't become this agonizing, impossible thing? And um, going back to your being an agonist, um, what would you recommend to artists um, what like reading would you recommend to artists who are looking to expand their viewpoints or even change their their viewpoints? Do you have any anything you'd recommend reading wise or book wise? Anything on your nightstand that you are finding challenging or? <laughs> <laughs> I have too many things on my nightstand. I have a very bad habit of starting books and reading multiple books at once. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, something that helps me like. Get like when I feel very out of sorts and feel like I'm not in community with other people or just yeah just like out of sorts mm-hmm. and not when I don't feel grounded. <laughs> like to rem- at least remember, if not read and remember Carlos Castaneda, mm-hmm. those books mm-hmm. and that philosophy and that journey. Um, just to remember, it, I think it it helps me remember there's just like such big questions out there and that we're all struggling with them um and I guess that comes down to like and, and then I think that that curiosity can reify into like what are we what are we curious about with this work why are we doing it mm-hmm. why are we engaging in mm-hmm. it um so all those things are connected I was going to say oh this is like such a help for interpersonal relationships but it's also about like how to be able to like look out and and see the world Mm -hmm. or I don't know I mean it's just like something outside of the self I think that when I say I'm not feeling grounded it's like I'm feeling unmoored Mm -hmm. and so I my focus is inward and I become selfish Mm -hmm. and uh, like that helps me tap into more generosity and like looking outside of myself 
What um, what are you curious about right now? I think we talked we talked about it a little bit earlier with the two projects you listed you were working on. But what what are you really curious about right now? How to write music, and how to change, how to practice it. Uh, practice a different means of making that mm-hmm. is is collective and isn't led by one sole person. Mm-hmm. How to like yeah like bring people, bring people say oh here's a ship, mm-hmm. but like can we all get in it and like ride this out together mm-hmm. and figure out where we're going together. And you used to play the violin, yes? I did. Yes. I did grow up playing the violin. I did How some, did you find I did some that research um, before. I wanted to come with informed questions. Yeah, but like, like, I'm like, who, where did you find that? Um, there was an <laughs> interview you did oh, oh. last year, I think, um, when uh, you were talking with two people about the Underground Railroad game. I think you mentioned it briefly in that. Then I played violin. Well, I did. It came up, up in a couple violin. of your interviews. I'm but, like trying yeah. to get back to it. Yeah. Have you found that that's helping you in um, in learning how to write music, just being able to get in touch with an instrument again? Or is it I... more of a roadblock? Oh, it's not a roadblock. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been... My, my focus has sort of shifted mm-hmm. since I had picked it back up or even attempted to pick it back up. And it's not a roadblock. I don't know if it's creating an entryway. I think that the thing that's most in my way is like myself and my conception about Mm. what it means to compose music. And so when I say I want to learn more about that or I think about that, I'm thinking about like how like I'm like, how do I discover the ways that I'm getting in the way of myself? Mm, Okay. Um, And how do I shake that off Mm -hmm. and also honor this? this skill and practice and say like, okay, I don't have the expectation of myself to become an expert. Mm -hmm. How can I, how can I kind of like start to approach this practice? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and find play there. Mm. Uh, If you could have any song play every time you walk into a room, what would it be? Like your theme song, your own personal theme song. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I guess uh, Don't You Worry About a Thing by Stevie Wonder. Mm. Yeah, that song really uh, tickled. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I got a lot of. I I, I don't think I ever hear that song and don't feel like Mm -hmm. serious pleasure. Um, Or would it be something by like the ocean? Um, no, it's probably that. Don't you worry about a thing. Uh, is there anything else that I should have asked about but haven't? Anything you're dying to talk about or... No? No? What do you have for breakfast today? Any hot dogs and donuts? I had a square <laughs> egg. I went to the local <laughs> Sarah Lawrence uh, cafeteria. Give you a square egg? They had a square egg. I was like, whoa, Okay. I don't know. I guess if you make a pan of eggs and then you cut it, then you get a square egg. But I I was like, shit. Or maybe a really tiny square pan. But I don't think that would be efficient. I don't know why it would be, no. Hmm. (laughs) But, you know. (laughs) It's just like, okay, it's square. That's cool. All right. 
And then um, my last question I have for you is, who would you say is your biggest inspiration? And could you tell me a little bit about why you find them inspiring? The name that comes to mind, I mean, I don't, uh, this is the name that is coming to mind right now. Mm -hmm. Serena Williams. Mm. And I just feel like she gets thrown a lot and she, I mean, it's tennis, right? She plays tennis. And I think that she plays tennis on multiple different levels. Mm -hmm. And she does so excellently and unapologetically. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so (laughs) stunning. Yeah. Did you see the interview that happened recently that was like, oh, you're the first person to win like multiple golds in, in tennis and the individual, I can't remember his name. He was like, no, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Serena Williams has done that already like I'm pretty sure I'm it's not me Mm. and I thought that that was really that's awesome like I don't know why she isn't recognized more (laughs) I do but (laughs) I know why she's not recognized but uh, that doesn't mean she she shouldn't be or isn't Mm, excellent that's that's um thank you that's what I should have said she should (laughs) be more recognized um and then I guess yeah um for my last, 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 last question <laughs> for you. Um, are there any resources that have helped you on your journey? And um, would you like to recognize them now? Uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, that's like a durational piece. Mm-hmm. Every single teacher I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh foundations Mm -hmm. you know people just looking me deep in the eye and being like i see you Mm -hmm. thank you Mm -hmm. anybody who's ever said thank you Mm -hmm. um people who are like making sure that i get places and can do things Mm -hmm. um people who ask Mm -hmm. me to go to places to do things people who are like we're not expecting anything of you but here's some resources for you Mm -hmm. uh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could spend the rest of my life being grateful mm-hmm. and do. That's beautiful. It is nice. Mm-hmm. It is nice. I used to, um, I lived I lived in this really beautiful place once for six months. And every day I would, like, stop in the similar spot on the street and just look around and be like, oh, my goodness, I'm so grateful to be here. And I feel that way even when it's like even when the work is hard Mm -hmm. and the work is hard not just because of the work but because of the people Mm -hmm. like we've had very difficult times with people that I'm very very grateful to very difficult times with institutions that I'm very very grateful to gratitude is not founded on uh, complacency or staticness Mm -hmm. yeah stasis Mm -hmm. stasis there we go so it's possible to say, like, I'm grateful for this, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm going to invite more. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank um, you. I learned a lot. I hope everyone else did. I did. I did. <laughs> okay. I, I, like, I learned, you did. I learned a lot from you speaking to... You seem like to, you're good. <laughs> I learn a lot from speaking to artists all the time, um, mostly that, you know, we're not alone. We're all kind of going through the same thing, mm-hmm. um, and that's important to me that people hear that mm. so thank you and cool. thank you for working with us today and thanks just, that was fun y'all are fun yeah tune in next time and have a good one